0: Uh, Aww! Hashtag group kissing.
1: All right. <laughs> COVID friendly. Yeah.
0: Right. My name's Joe. You ready?
2: All right. Bring us in in five, four, three. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode eighteen of the Cali Brick Click. I got the usual suspects, Claire and Shy, and this time we got a special guest, Kevin. Some say Aloysius, but we know the A stands for artist. Hinkle. <laughs> they, mur- dragged, yes. they
3: dragged me out. <laughs> they dragged me out. <laughs> we got
2: dragged him out of the here. cave, guys. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm alive.
3: Hello. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so, before we get into it, as you all know, this can be found on whatever platform you listen to your podcast on. Download that. And next week is going to be on Claire's channel. Good job. Boom. We all did it. <laughs>
0: and every, all three of us have done it.
2: <laughs> I felt obligated to get it right this time. So, <laughs> but other than that, you know how you guys been doing this week? I'm tired, <laughs> as always. <laughs>
1: Yes, I feel like that's your usual response. It is. Yes, yes, uh, it
0: is. Yeah. I, like I, I had nine days of work before
1: I had a day off. That was that's some real BS. That's a lot. That's a lot. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not giving you a hard time. I'm not giving. A, I I I was in Miami for a week. Orlando and Miami, which was like it was fun. Um, but I'm I don't think I'm moving to Miami, which was which I thought was the plan for a while. So, Ooh, yeah. hot
0: take. Hot take. hot take hold hot on take. Let's yeah. wait, Hold on. um so in case anyone here has not been paying attention to any of the episodes or following claire <laughs> she's been pretty much projecting that she was gonna move to florida mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and
0: now all of a sudden no is it the humidity is it is it ryan it's ryan huh? it's definitely
1: it's ryan. ryan yeah it's ryan, it's ryan. Okay. He's, his uh palette of cheese pizza and um and a sauceless pasta, I just got to me. No, honestly, it's um, I just it just wasn't the right fit. You know, um, I need to be in a big metropolis for whatever work that I need to do. Plus, you know, f- for my personal interests, and then um, Miami is really kind of the only choice for that. So maybe later in life, a more quiet area. When You're like eighty uh, <laughs> six. Yeah, I have no idea. You know, it was kind of weird. Like Miami, it first of all, I the food is incredible there. Let's just start out with that. You know, it's like awesome. It's got like a lot of, uh, it's multicultural in every way that I love. Uh, and in also it's, it, it it doesn't function like the U S in all the bad ways as well. Um, so you know, it definitely is like a. It reminded me a lot of of Sao Paulo, which is like where most of my family lives. So it was really interesting, like uh, which I, I appreciated that. You know, it had all the the things that I loved about it. And the second I stopped thinking about, oh, am I going to move here? Is this somewhere I'd like to live? I started enjoying myself a lot more, which made me kind of realize it's probably not the right place. And I've done that with like a lot of cities, like. New York, I every time I'm there I'm like I could live here, I could do that and but but Miami's not for me. Like honestly, driving was like really terrifying. I've never it's it's not like driving in the US. It's uh, it's it's crazy. Everyone drives really fast and they have really big cars and really expensive cars and it's kind of crazy. So well, at least
2: you you tried it out before you just yeah. moved out there.
1: Exactly. Yeah, well that, or, you know. yeah, that was the point. It was like kind of like go for a week, maybe go for another week later in the summer when it's like brutally hot. Go um, even a third time, and then like rent a place for three months, and then rent a place for a year, and then buy a place. That was going to be kind of like the order of operations, but um, that's kind of been nixed. And now it's kind of reevaluating California and maybe looking at some other places. So come
0: down to LA. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I yeah, I mean, can you, yeah, I've definitely thought about LA right now. After I was in LA just a few weeks ago, um, it's a little. It's gotten pretty pretty bad, like the homeless situation. It's, hor- there. it's horrible. It, it's worse than here in San Francisco. So yeah, I saw an
0: article about some federal. Ju- I don't know if it's real or not. I didn't background check it or Maybe. like check the, the the sources. But someone said that like a federal judge said that we have to house every single homeless person by this date in la no,
1: wow well, I, I have I no know.
0: idea how that's gonna happen so they started unusual. like a
1: bunch of programs so you know how like a lot of the hotels have been empty because of covid and stuff so i know that in California they ended up doing i can't remember what the name of the project was but they basically gave hotel rooms to homeless oh, yeah. people um heard about that. Yeah. yeah and in the, a lot of them not all of them but in a lot of them they were trashed to the point that the state had to pay to repair the hotel and then in some of them they actually were properly um you know giving people homes and stuff there's a lot of like tiny house projects as well in the area you know people will go in and build shelters and stuff like that so um there's just such a mass quantity that i don't think so
0: so to check i just kind of I, I just kind of mm-hmm. pulled this number up mm-hmm. so for 2021 to 2022 budget in california 1.75 billion dollars mm-hmm. for proposals related to homelessness do you really think like a piece of me thinks, like this might just be an industry at this point. Because one point seven five billion dollars to house homeless people, and how many homeless people are here in California? I don't. One? I don't know.
1: It's not. I mean, that's a lot of money, but it, you know. Yeah, we have one
0: point seven five billion dollars. You you are now an
1: industry complex. I don't know a multi that type of family a multi housing project of like a hundred units, like a hundred million dollars, let's say um let's
0: go for like a nice ass bougie no it's not it's 126
1: no 126 million dollars is a budget for a high end um one for like a hundred let's say like a hundred units yeah that's like section
0: eight type housing
1: section eight type housing would probably be like maybe like a hundred million for 200 units or something like that maybe a little bit more
0: so it is that's an industry true. because now there's money going around that people are work yeah, have to build all this stuff,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, but like people don't make it takes the same amount of work to do that stuff, and someone has to be paid for it, so well, yeah, yeah so that's what I'm saying like someone is benefiting from the money
0: coming from taxpayers to be able to do all this.
1: um, I wouldn't look at it like that. I would look at it like we have a mental health crisis. In the I mean, US. That's the key issue. You blame blame the 80s for that, for shutting down all the uh,
0: all the homeless uh, homeless, all the mental facilities.
1: Yeah, and we don't have the infrastructure set up for people dealing with drug addiction, PTSD, uh bipolar disorder, like a ton of different mental health ins- you know issues. So um
3: just an easy glide into today, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just
0: oh, well, we'll check it out. On a lighter very note, very lighthearted.
3: Exactly. On a
0: note, Claire, you might like to hear this. On a lighter it note, not um, the past, no, no. I think last week the first female platoon
1: mm-hmm.
0: graduated from San Diego boot camp, Marine, Marine Corps boot camp.
1: That's exciting. Well, yeah, well, it, it should
0: awesome. be because because before, like all the women got sent to. Like Paris Island, North Carolina, or South Carolina. It's flat. So when they do the crucible, it's flat. And pretty much a lot of men like to talk crap saying, Well, if you come to California and go to the West Coast, you're not gonna make it up those hills because it's crazy. And they
1: is it it flat, but is it like at a different elevation while in California?
0: It's humid Yeah, and it's humid. Yeah.
1: While in California, it's probably at sea level, even though it's hilly. So
0: yeah, but you're you're still walking up a, damn, a mountain. So <laughs> at the end of it, but like either way, the training didn't. Supposedly, the 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 standards weren't dropped, and mm-hmm. they had to keep up the whole time, and they 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 passed with flying colors. So just yeah. to let you know, they earned it. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, women can do it. Woo! Of
2: course, that's great. Absolutely. No, that's awesome. That's a
0: lighter
1: note. That was. (laughs) That was. was. Sorry. Sorry about that. No, it's hard. So, yeah, it's hard not to talk about that stuff, like, when, for, like, moving and and transitions Mm -hmm. in life and making those kinds of decisions as to, like, you know, where do you want to have a family? Where do you want to have a job? Where do you want to, you know, like... Like, how, how do you make these kind of bigger decisions in your life without reflecting on your surroundings and the people that you care about? And, you know, a lot of times there are, are tough, tough questions and tough issues that come up.
3: That's so that's fascinating to me. And I don't disagree by any mm-hmm. means. Um, but I mean, I've through my life, I have I was born in Texas, I was born mm-hmm. in Austin, Texas, and I moved to uh, Denver, Colorado for college. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's where I'm going. That's where the art school that I want to go to. Uh, And pretty much every move I've done from that hasn't necessarily been thought out at all. (laughs) It's (laughs) like, um, you know, because it it was, yeah, no, every move since then has been employer pushed. So it's like, well, if you want to keep working here and you want to keep moving up the ladder, you're going to go here. And so then uh, Colorado turned into Arizona. Arizona turned back into Texas. Texas turned into Connecticut. And that's where I've, I've landed here. And it's always kind of been a haphazard, like, well, this is where we're going. Um, and then all the thorough research, it just is not, it's just thrown out the window. Um, I think uh, like when I first moved to Connecticut in 2011, I hadn't even got to tour the apartment complex. I just signed everything over the phone, emailed, and I said, we're moving. That's it. Uh, and then we showed up and, and literally the first time I walked into the place we were living, I was like, well, okay, this is where we live now um i think that's so, how most yeah. people
1: yeah i think that's how i think that's how most people are like this is the first time in my life that i can I, i'm not making a decision like that you know yeah. like yeah. yeah like especially when you get into college you you like or whatever you like your parents make your decision for you until like yeah. and, and if you go to college or wherever you know like that was that was decided and then it was i needed a job so it's i went internationally because of the time there were no jobs and then yeah. grad school and then yeah. it was for a boyfriend you know what I mean it was always like and then my mom got sick so I moved home this is that's why I'm, I'm here I'm, I'm home because of that yeah. and then like now it's been time since then so it's like okay well with COVID a lot of these companies are letting you work remotely or they realize that like remote work can still happen and people can still be productive so there's like more flexibility and then if you're transitioning into like a different phase in your life you know and and you're Going to have other people involved. It's kind of like, how do I? I guess it's I, maybe it's like a, a a privilege to have to to be able to choose like where you want to live. You know? Yeah. And, and no, and I mean I think it's great,
2: and it's it, it adds a lot too if you have like a family, you have kids and yep. stuff. Those yeah, are very then, especially if your significant yeah. other has another job. Yeah. Like another yeah. career yeah. that they're tied to. Yeah.
1: School yeah, those, districts, safety, schools. all that stuff. The family
3: that I kept thinking about over the course of the last year was how many businesses, companies, uh, you know, whatever industries that were so, um, hard lined with this job. Absolutely. Under no conditions can be done remotely. You must move here. You must do this.
1: My job Um, was like that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And surprise, surprise.
2: Right.
3: It can be done remotely. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: Um, and it's just, you know, I think about, my time in, in, you know, corporate America and how many really amazing, talented people were not willing to move to Farmer Brown here in Connecticut uh, because they were like, why can I do this job from New York City? Can I do it from Los Angeles? And, you know, no, the job absolutely cannot be done
1: remotely. And it's like, well, well, (laughs) have you tried it
2: before though?
1: I mean, yeah, like the industry around remote work you know, not only has it boomed, but it has existed for a while, like things like Slack and even, you know, Microsoft has completely changed, you know, their internet, like Zoom. I mean, so much stuff gets an upper. For, for me, I was more productive from home than I was in the office because I was managing and training people. And so people that really wanted to learn when we were remote reached out. And then they chose when to reach out. They did research on their own. And then they, you know, made a, a conscious decision as to wh- So it wasn't as many interruptions throughout the day. One, yeah, that was the smaller yeah. end. And then I would sit in tons of meetings, tons and tons of meetings. And if anything, my meeting count actually went up. But instead of sitting at a round table with 25 people, you know, looking at each other and sitting on our thumbs, I was actually doing other work at the same time because, you know, some of us can multitask and we don't need yeah. to just like sit, at, sit and look at each other. So I was able, like all the production work that I was still doing that I would start at like. 5 p.m. usually i was able to start at 9 a.m. normally and be done but but to be fair the boundaries are much harder when you're working from home and you can like Mm -hmm. keep going and going and going so not to but yeah anyway yeah that's true yeah yeah
2: that is uh what is that kind of like a segue into what we're the main topic because i know
1: that's what i was trying to do yeah (laughs) Yeah,
2: (laughs) i thought we were already in the topic (laughs) yeah we kind of did I was I was just thrown off. The, the intro was super heavy, so I was like, "What?" It was
3: it was it was a little heavy. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> mental
0: health crisis. We dropped a sledgehammer right in the beginnings.
3: That's when I just slowly back
0: out of the shot. <laughs> like,
2: uh, Welcome to Brick portion. Click, guys. <laughs> but but yeah, I, like I do kind of want to talk about like the transition of because I know now after all that you do your own art and stuff right now. I try. I think. I mean, oh, you're, doing, yep. you're doing fairly well. I think you know you got a nice waiting list, like you said.
3: Yeah, I pump out content. That's for <laughs> sure.
2: Uh, oh, that part. Yeah. too, yeah. Yeah. Oh well.
3: In any way that that is entailed. Right. Um. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's definitely well. To take a step back, you know, just in case you have no idea who I am. That yeah, um, no, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Uh, who, who is that yeah. stranger? So, yeah. Um, kind of like, so yeah, exactly. my, yes, my, my name is Kevin. Uh, <laughs> online. I go by, uh, Mr. Inkle draw. Uh, Inkle is my last name. I had somebody the other day go like, I really like your username. Like it is really just my name. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 nothing else. It's um, simple. Yeah. It's but, catchy. but, um, yes, Mr. Inkle draws and I have been an artist pretty much my entire life. I have tried to be a self-sustaining, whatever that means, artist my entire life. Um, I've done a heck of a lot of failing um, hey. up until very recently. And, and yet yeah, this current path that I'm on was very much forced upon me very suddenly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have through many times throughout my life tried to make a concentrated effort Um, whether that's just working for myself as a freelancer or working somewhere else as a concept artist or whatever other role. Um, and it's never worked. It's just never worked. Um, it's never, at least never been anything that I could live off of or support anybody else off of, uh, up until now. And something else that I've I've done a lot of reflecting on is I think I'm fairly confident. The only reason. It works or is in the process of working now is because of how many years I spent in specifically in the Lego community and what I was doing on behalf of the Lego company as an employee. I built an incredibly vast network that I never had before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think about, you know, getting out of college, I'm an artist. Everyone's going to want to hire me. Everybody, commissions are open. And it's like, crickets they're still open (laughs) and and i mean when i you know hit the ground or forcibly hit the ground running in 2018 and i said okay i'm working for myself i'm a freelance artist commissions are open all right let me start doing stuff because nobody's gonna ask me to do anything like i was Mm -hmm. i was dead set that nobody was gonna ask me to make anything for so i said all right i threw that out and i'm gonna start working on posters and stuff and the first week, I had eight commissions, and I'm like, okay, this didn't happen last time, um, and it has stayed steady since then. I I sit on a waiting list of fifty people at any given time. I'm uh, I'm number what right now? Uh, he is he is fifty plus. He's a plus right now. <laughs> <a> plus. <laughs> but is this a is, plus. This will
0: be my third commission for
3: from you though. Come right. Technically. Right. So. And I and I like I I, I enjoy the other ones that I did for you too. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. Um, especially the motorcycle. I'm like, this is different. All right. <laughs> um, I gotta do uh, somebody uh they're way down on the list, but they wanted me to draw their car and I'm like, that is not something I do either, so that'll be interesting. Okay. Um but uh yeah, you know, it it's because of that network and, and the people there that the connections has made a
2: tremendous difference. Um also also I gotta say the artwork speaks it speaks for itself also.
3: Yeah. But, well, thank you.
2: See you. <laughs> it's like, I
3: hope you like this. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I've done this my whole life. Um, you know, as soon as I started drawing on the walls when I was three, <laughs> from what my what my parents tell me, um, I have always studied art. I, I was the kid that took like, you know, the uh, extracurricular art classes, you know, at the rec center during the nice. summer. Then when I went into high school, I specifically went to a high school that was also a fine arts academy. So, like I was doing life drawing in high school. is not something no. you normally do. Um there was no new models. I was not 18 years old. Oh, so. I was
1: going to ask. I was going to say <laughs> no. that was like no. yeah, th- my favorite class in undergrad for sure, but also Hilarity yeah. ensued, but we were like 19 at the time. I can only right. imagine being like 15 or 16.
3: No, no <laughs> yes.
1: And, and oh, I mean, no. what's
3: interesting is that even like, you know, getting into the world of, of life drawing and figure drawing and then going to college and you're like, they're all naked now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, I, in, in high school, uh, all four years of high school, I was, uh, my, my schedule was packed with art classes.
2: And so um
3: and then yeah I went to art school. I have a bachelor's degree in um in 2D animation. Uh but I also study illustration and graphic design. A lot of my stuff is very like graphic heavy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of bold lines, a lot of uh I love branding. I'm all about like designing logos and stuff for people. I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, you know, I'm I'm glad people like it. Uh obviously I could draw and make whatever I want, but if if it doesn't, you know, th- <laughs> there's something to be said about making what you like and you enjoy and you share it. But also Mm -hmm. I've got kids I need to provide. So it's like, I need people to buy the stuff I make and and Mm -hmm. enjoy it enough to hire me to make more of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's in terms of, you know, the question of recalibrating and kind of readjusting your life, there is no better motivator than kids that need to eat.
2: (laughs) That is going to be
3: the motivator because I mean, you can always just, you know, "Ah, I guess I don't need to eat today. Um, You're not going to tell Little Timmy. It's like sorry.
2: Right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're not eating. Uh so yeah, providing for, you know, a spouse and kids, that's a
2: huge motivator to just roll up the sleeves and do what you need to do. For sure, definitely. Sometimes you gotta get your hands dirty out there. Yeah. But oh crap. Oh, and yeah. I feel like oh, I just had an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, no. no wife is touching you right now. So I'm like, what do you want for dinner? <laughs> See, look. Speaking of spouses, and all, yeah, yep, absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like that's a good topic because since last year, I'm sure a lot of people have definitely had to recalibrate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their their situations. Mm-hmm. uh Honestly, oh. I had to myself. So.
3: You know, I was just sorry not to interrupt no, not you. Funny. I was just thinking uh, one of the articles that made the rounds uh, on the Internet, you know, mid like peak pandemic lockdown was some article that some magazine had done about, like, what are the most essential and least essential professions? Wow. <laughs> You're just based on everything that was going on. They're like, well, here's the things <laughs> right. that like society doesn't necessarily. Need. The number one, like least necessary job was artists.
2: Oh,
3: it was like the number one. And it was funny because of course the comments, and this was floating all over social media and stuff. Um, I don't remember what magazine did it, but it wasn't like a unknown magazine. It was, I think time or something, but People are like, I like how the artist that made the graphic to explain this is not needed. <laughs> it's like, uh, because, you know, it had like the nice, you know. Yeah, graphic, infographics inf- and
1: everything. Infograph, yeah. yeah.
3: And it's like, oh, I don't know how I feel. And yeah, the I mean, there was so much roasting going on. Like, it's like an artist designed this platform you use to post this. It's just like, it's like I'm going to just sit here and watch this unfold. <laughs> but I mean, I was like, oh, interesting. Uh, and I think like number two was like, Call center employee or something. It's like artists. Call center center employee. I was like,
2: all right. Good Good to know. That's like super essential during the situation.
3: Yeah, everybody debated all of them. (laughs) But it was like the top 10 most essential and like the least 10 essential jobs.
1: Well, I guess like, yeah, I mean, like, are you saving lives? Okay, fine. (laughs) <laughs> but like, yeah, no, but you know, honestly, that actually helps me a lot. I love asking myself that all the time whenever I'm like really stressed out, especially if I'm yep. working and it's like, you know, it's a deadline or something. I'm like, wait a second, do lives depend on my job? The answer has always been no, especially because I don't have dependents as well, yep. but yep. um, quite literally, no, I'm not, I'm not saving lives. So unfortunately, I think- yeah,
0: but constructions and design of those buildings are very important. Oh, I was yeah. technically
1: an essential worker the entire time. Yeah, technically. Yeah, because housing was essential. It, that um, is essential. Yeah. Construction of housing developments uh, was allowed to continue in every single city. So I was going, you know, on job sites and everything. There was nothing, nothing. St- I mean, uh, other than I didn't want to go. So I like went once a month instead of, you know, once a week like I used to. But um, just I didn't want the COVID exposure. But um yeah. Yeah, no, we were essential workers the entire time, which kind of felt weird um, to be building uh, high-end housing on an, ab- uh, an abandoned island was considered essential. <laughs> this is
3: very important.
1: <laughs> yeah, like multi-million dollar condos is what's going to make it. Around. That do- I think that also, you know, to go back to kind of like our... I just imagine like topic. Dr. Fauci
3: and like a White House meeting, like, How's the complex on the island?
1: Exactly. Quite (laughs) literally. Nobody lives there. Nobody needs it. Yeah, exactly. Overpriced, you know, condos in San Francisco. Like, who needs that? Um, But, no, that definitely, like, kind of made me reevaluate, like, what I'm doing and and is it bringing me joy and and purpose and, and, you know, there comes a point where even things that did used to do that, they they don't anymore. Yeah. I know how that feels. (laughs) Yeah. And it's okay. It's okay. And it doesn't, you know, this is, I think an issue that we have in the U S where we like live to work and where our entire identities are tied to what we do. And I think that's a deficit to us. And I've said this before that we are more than our jobs and we are more than how we make our money. And, and if you ask anybody, what are the most important things in their life? People usually say like the people around them and their family, and the yeah. people they care for, and 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 many times, like what we do for a living, takes away from that. So, yeah. Well,
0: I've know. been begging for days off, like for the past six months, and I won't get it.
1: No.
3: No, no. It's, denied. It's,
0: like it's no, but it, it's been like. You are mentioned
3: you? It. Where, are you still? Um, yeah, I'm a postman. Post, post, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah.
0: I'm a I'm a CCA. So I I I went to the post office because well one, a lot of people, I, I, I I had to figure it out after I was let go from that. And then (laughs) post uh, pandemic happened. So there wasn't much opportunity out there for me to do anything based on my resume, unless I wanted to go heavy, deep into something like with my, with my degree, Uh which I wasn't, yeah, I didn't want to do that. So I went this way, and like I'm on the bottom of the totem pole, technically. So until I become a regular, I'm I'm on their like I'm at their beckoning, which kind of yeah, yeah, it sucks. And like I like overwork myself when I don't need to, and and a lot of regulars that are up there, they see how I am, and and it kind of it is reassuring to know that my work ethic is still very strong, that Mm -hmm. people respect what I am capable of and what I do because in my sub office right now, I'm the only one that knows all 20 routes. So I am actually really essential to everybody's le- livelihood oh, okay. in that office. If someone has to call out like, or You're someone's in. like, Hey, shy, where, where's this address? And I'll be like, Oh, it's here. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. I'm, I'm the one since I'm the, I'm not young, but I'm young in comparison to like all these, you know, 70 fifty, sixty, seventy-year-olds that are still delivering I'm still walking fourteen, fifteen miles a day. Right. And are you the I, newest one? Like, not in, anymore. Canada, right? But oh, I'm okay. still, I'm still a CCA. But like, okay. I, I volunteer. Like, when we break up a route, I always volunteer to take the most out of it. So, like, let's say somebody calls out and we have a route to split up. That means of this <laughs> route that takes normally takes six hours, we're going to split it up between three or four people, and. Which is like I'll take two hours from here, you take two hours from there, we'll take two hours from there. And I always volunteer to take the hardest part of that route. And I always volunteer to, even though I'm gonna take this portion. If you have a seventy-pound package not on my two-hour portion, I will take that and deliver it for you because I know you can't carry it. Like I do that all the time, and the carriers all take care of me. Sometimes they can see when I come in, and I'm like this past couple days, like I. I came in like the past three days, it just exhausted and beat because when I come home, I have my family and my only day off, I shove everything that I need to do that I'm not capable of doing throughout the week. And I don't rest like I don't. So like I'm coming in exhausted, just kind of just sitting there. And then you can see the carriers are like, okay, we're going to split these two routes up. Shai is going to take four hours. Well, on paper, he's taking four hours. He's only going to take two and we'll split it up so they take care of me and the the supervisors don't don't, don't know that it's happening to them it's it's kind of kind of bunny me because it looks like I still do it but like they're taking care of me but the supervisors are not and I'm begging for this off I've only requested time off four times since I've been there
3: and I've
0: never gotten them and I had to you? yeah and I literally begged for it (laughs) I'm like hey I'm getting the COVID vaccine today how dare you (laughs) this is scheduled like four (laughs) weeks ago like i requested and i didn't get it and i had to beg for it off they're like oh well you can come back i'm like no i'm not so like you can just (laughs) deliver it while you're getting it (laughs) 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 so um i know the benefits and there's always light in the tunnel and there are other things that i can i'm capable of doing on once i become a regular like you can literally once i become a regular there's all these jobs that will open up within the post office but i just have to get through this like introduction yeah Um, but I'm like I'm looking at right now my wife literally told me a week ago she's like can you quit
3: that's always a great sign
0: (laughs) it it is because right now I'm wasting a lot of money like if I drop off my kids at a babysitter I'm paying that babysitter right before I get to work and if they're keeping me to V time which is double time like I'm already working 12 hours Mm -hmm. I got to pay that babysitter more Chicago than what i'm making. more yeah yeah so i'm only working for three dollar four five dollars an hour yeah sometimes eight see so yeah. so i'm working really hard to make no money and i'm not seeing any benefit from it so You're, my i come home yeah. tired and my my family like they want everything that a father Very should be doing and i'm not giving it a hundred percent i'm not like i'm putting all my energy here in a place where i'm not sure i want to be there and you're, like, in that, really, uh, you're
3: in that you're in that live into work phase, not exactly. To work and way. I
0: don't want to do that. Like I I didn't like what I was doing before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I knew I wanted to get out of it. That other company kind of said, and I'm like, okay, I guess I, this wasn't meant to be. I'm done. And then I try to find something out there, and like I give, I still give them. I mean, I always give my a hundred percent of what, everything I do. And yeah. like, even yeah. now, it's just like, why am I working so hard? And all the carriers are telling me, like, hey, stop running, like just relax calm down like if you if it takes you 13 hours 60 13 hours i'm like that's different for you i gotta pick up my kids like i don't want to work 13 hours i want to work six hours so i can yeah. pick them up but yeah. that's biting me in the ass because the supervisors think i can do it in six hours
3: yeah that's the thing there that's so like, the
0: magic equation they take, they take advantage
3: yeah, yeah they're so they're taking advantage,
0: advantage of my exactly hard about. work and like i'm every day i wake up i'm like should i call out Oh, but then right. in my yeah. back of my mind, I'm like, if I call out, that means they got to break up my route into threes or fours, So other people have to pick up my slack. And that's what bothers me yeah. is you that can see I, I'm creating problems for people. And I don't want to be that guy. I hate being that guy. Yeah. So now I'm at the point where I'm lost. Like, I don't know what I want to do for the rest of my life. I don't know. if I definitely don't want to be doing this for the rest of my life. Like,
3: yeah,
0: do I? I love film. That's literally what I, my, mm-hmm. before I went to the Marine Corps, my original college applications were for film. And biz, uh, business or film? Film. Mm-hmm. I applied to all these schools. I got into some and then, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, I want to go fight. I want to go to Iraq. I want to go slay bodies, as Marines say. Mm-hmm. And I did that instead. And then, you know, real real <laughs> realism hit my head when I started working for a corporate world. I'm like, hey, maybe I should get a degree in this. And then I tried to do law and I'm like, I don't want to do this at all. Mm-hmm. And I never and I fell into this spot where I became like a retail store manager for Urban Outfitters. And I made it really high without even trying, just just being who I am. And then mm-hmm. like I was like making a ton of money being free but I wasn't happy doing that yeah. and now I'm at this point like you know I graduated high school in 2004 it's now 2022 we're about to hit our 10 year reunion and I'm like
2: <laughs> and you have to recalibrate
0: I'm like wait what am I going to say to all these people about what I'm doing with my life you know so I'm like having like a third I'm not really a quarter life crisis it's like
3: <laughs> third it's a, it sounds like a
0: Friday or Thursday crisis.
3: <laughs> <Apparently>, like, <laughs> yeah, so
0: like, What do I do? And I, I'm at that position. Like right now, I love doing this. I love yeah. making content. I, no matter what it is, I don't really care at this point. Like yeah. I, I love being creative. It's literally yeah. what makes like, what, what gives me joy. I love my motorcycle club. I love, unfortunately that doesn't make me a ton of money, but like, I, I love what we do. I love being like that, that mm-hmm. holds people together. I hate mm-hmm. working for the man. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: I, like I don't care about, at this point. I don't care about how much I'm getting paid. I don't care about the benefits that work behind it. Um, and I'm just like, ah, oh, but but reality checks. I have mouths to feed. Mm-hmm. Yes,
2: that part. Yeah, see, you do. See, so it's I feel like.
1: Have you, this is going to sound like such a ridiculous, privileged, like 1% thing to say. Have you thought about talking to a job coach?
0: I have actually. Um, Okay. I'm this close. So what's really going to happen, which I'm really contemplating doing is this. I'm going to, for those of you that haven't watched some of my very intimate, deep, topic videos where i discuss post-traumatic stress and things that happen to me in the marine corps mm-hmm. i see a psychiatrist i see a, co- a counselor mm-hmm. I, uh, I i'm medicated for the things that happened to me in iraq and afghanistan mm-hmm. and since i've been working for the post office i have not been able to see any of them
1: well that's a big and it's, big it's
0: and everyone but the things I, I take medication for my mood sleep and things that deal with my nightmares and stuff like that. That's
1: like one part of it though, right? It is, is, but like I
0: comment the things that it kind of bites me too, because I take a medication before I go into work and I'm very positive. I'm very happy. Like Mm -hmm. I don't like being a negative Nancy. Like I say all the time, like I like being optimistic with what I do. Mm -hmm. That's just who I am. If you've been paying attention to me in any part Mm -hmm. of this platform, um, no matter with what type of career choice or whatever I'm doing, I try to be optimistic. I try to Mm -hmm. see the end of the tunnel. Um, I don't like living in the present when it's like, when I'm being beaten. You know, I like to see, okay, I just need to get through it and push forward. But like, I think that kind of bites me too because I'm, I come to work happy and I bring people up and I like seeing people happy too. Mm-hmm. But like, ultimately, deep down inside, it's killing me because I'm, right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting seen. I'm not like talking to anybody. Yeah. I don't feel yeah. I really don't feel appreciated by my supervisors. I feel like they're just taking advantage of me. I feel appreciated by my by my not necessarily my peers, but the regulars.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but like, I'm this close to just going to my psychiatrist, I'm counseling my 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 primary care physician. I'm like, can you just write me a note saying that I can only work five days a week? Because I'm about to lose it. And I, lack of a better term, I don't want to go postal on these people. <laughs> hey,
1: people. Well, I will. I I, I, <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong, by the way, in getting that note, first of all. Like, it's not – there's uh, – there, you know, you're – the average person isn't supposed to be working the amount of hours that you're working right now. So – and it's okay to be the average person. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and then the thing about the job coach, which is, like, kind of interesting, is, like, you not knowing – what you want to do, but like knowing what you like to do, I think helps a lot. And they're, they're not psychologists. They're really, I have a friend who's one, um, but like, you know, I learned a lot about it through her and I've had a lot of friends see them and they're really interesting. They kind of help you kind of come to your own conclusion as to what you want to be working on and spending your free time doing and giving you maybe some ideas as to how to, to, to pursue that. I think uh, I know yeah more people that have spoken well about it it's you know it's like not a therapist like and it's a bit different than that you know
0: yeah so yeah. we have
1: this th- program it's called mm-hmm. for the only veterans that can
0: get that have mm-hmm. been uh who are disabled like myself mm-hmm. um it's called vocational rehab mm-hmm. so what it, pretty much what it does is that it kind of finds needs in the in, in the workforce mm-hmm. which is the, the this which which is a good reason why to become a lawyer is because after after we got my after my junior year, as I'm going to my senior year in college, I go into the VA office. And I'm like, "Hey, I want to use my folk recap to get into law school. It's time for me to take my LSATs. I just want to make sure everything's in line so I can, you know, go forward with that." And they're like. Ugh there's no need for the unemployment rate for lawyers is like 7.32. Like you can't do that. We won't yeah. pay for it. I'm like, Oh, you could have told me this a year ago and I could have changed my, you know, changed my path to engineering or something like, sorry. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I just kind of like that, that was another, that was a nail to the coffin with going to law, but I can use that still. And they can tell me what the workforce needs, which I can figure out. We already know. And they can push and they can pay for me to learn all that pay for my living expenses. So I'm like, I'm contemplating doing that. So that's in lieu of the the work coach thing for veterans.
1: Oh, that's way better than that. Yeah, because they'll pay. if, if,
0: If I can get myself into the school. They yeah. will pay for it and my living expenses and the help me job, do the job afterwards. The
1: job coach would be different. The job coach would help you decide if that's this, if that's what you want to do. Like if you want to go to school or if you want to you know what I mean? Not that. They wouldn't you know what I mean? Like they would Yeah, help yeah, you. yeah. It's just making that decision, you know, and then like So right you know, now I, Yeah. So
0: Yeah, so right now I'm kinda putting money in the bank. You and I keep buying this crap behind me. Um, okay. I, Just, pretty, what's I'm wrong with you? Oh, that's, all right. <laughs> that's I know.
3: Your, I know. That's,
0: that's your problem, right there. there. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm addicted. I'm addicted. They got me. A, they're my drug that's dealer. I problem. can't problem. help it.
1: That's your problem. That's I seen. That's your your the, problem. I
0: seen this stupid hole today.
1: You saw that? <laughs> yeah, right, I saw that too. That was outrageous. Damn, that right. oh, okay, so
0: sorry, Kevin. If I went, you had a hole today.
2: <laughs> <It's a day. laughs>
0: if I waited five more days, the amount of money that I would have spent that you saw in that video would have increased by three, by three.
3: I I will Shame. dissect that in. six ways to Sunday, but we won't do that. But, <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: so that, that's that's my spiel about where yeah. I'm at with my life because I'm literally
3: at a you crossroads. Should, <laughs> but you should totally take advantage of that that opportunity that you have. Yeah. That sounds like yeah. it's uh, there's no reason yeah. not to. Yeah, I know, there well.
0: is. But the, that's the thing, though, is like the – it's a risk. You
3: yeah, take well – It's <laughs> <those laughs> a huge <laughs> risk, especially
1: But you know what else is a risk is you keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Or, and then you're not going to be present for your kids, and you're not going to be – You're not going clarity. You're not going to be mentally there.
2: See, um, that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, I feel you on the, uh, the unappreciatedness because that's kind of what happened to me. And when I got let go, I had the chance to go back, but I was like, do I want to go back into that? So I didn't. And now mm-hmm. I've kind of been focusing on myself and that's good. I, I, I like it. I mean, I have to go, like I have, uh, I, don't, I wouldn't say like a, high, a side hustle. It's more like a part-time job right now, but I'm cool with that. Cause I can focus on my art. Cause before like I was like shy, I, I just put all my time into, into the company that just let me go and they didn't care for no like you know they didn't care so i felt like all that time was wasted but now i can put that yeah. back into myself so
3: no but. i mean th- that's something else that i've kind of come to realize through you know i i'm definitely not some ancient sage over here but just you know i've worked hey, for we it. also look up to you kevin well all i right. don't know why <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I-, I appreciate that i think uh but you know the different companies i worked for minimum wage Corporate world, whatever, um, so many of them really at the end of the day, push, come to shove, they don't really care about you.
1: No, um, you're
3: expendable. Everybody, you know, you're everybody's replaceable.
1: replaceable yeah. It,
3: it's um, like there's a few exceptions. Like I can see when it's like a family owned business and maybe, um, you know, like kind of, but for the most part, no, nobody's really going to appreciate the time you put into something or how many late hours you do or how above and beyond you go, other than yourself. And unfortunately, you're not in charge of your raises, you're not in charge of your people reviews, you're not in charge of anything that matters, except for continuing to work yourself to death.
2: Right. I remember my first job, I asked them for a raise. And they were they're were just like, they kept pushing back. You? Yeah. Like, what do you mean a raise? And how dare I told you? them I was going to quit. They're like, we'd have to hire two people to do what you do. And I'm like, well, that's
3: that sounds like a business case for I was like, what do you mean? Do you guys yeah. hear what
2: you're saying? But I mean, I was young and dumb then, but I just quit.
3: Uh, weren't we all,
2: right?
0: <laughs> the average youngster that that goes into a job interview will never argue yeah. for a higher pay. No. no. And the thing is like these kids don't know and I I was in that boat too is that you'll never know if you never ask. Yeah. Right. So anyone listening to right now, if you are going into a job and you don't like how much you're offering you, ask for more. Worst case scenario, you take it or you don't.
1: Yeah, they say no, ask for different benefits, you know, try to... And then also, but like you know, know your worth, know your value, know your yeah. time. Um, don't do things for free, especially at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially if you're exposure? in the artist world, that's really hard. Exposure, there is value to it, <laughs> but there's I could you, no matter what you're in, what industry you're in, you can probably count on one hand. Um, the amount of people that are worth working for for free yep. in terms of the turnaround on that, and I would strongly recommend not doing that unless you're independently wealthy.
3: One of my favorite mm-hmm. graphics of all time is a Oregon Trail, you know, the, Oregon, the old <laughs> nice. Oregon Trail, mm-hmm. uh, but it's like the the covered wagon and a skeleton crawling, and it <laughs> says "freelancer died of exposure." <laughs> uh-huh. And I'm like, yes, yes. That's, that's like, it's, you can get it on shirts and stuff. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> um, But yeah, there, there's definitely a value, but it's like one out of a hundred. It's like, yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I can see that but most people just want you to do it for free and yeah. take advantage. Of you. And they'll take
1: advantage and you should, you should know what, what you're worth. I know a lot of women yeah. have a lot of trouble, like asking for raises, but um, I th- hopefully that that's yeah. going away. But you know, it's, it's, it's definitely really daunting when you're like in a room and you're, uh, I think a lot of also like one-on-ones and reviews are set up. Like the seating is at your disadvantage. You know, there's everything, but it's all, it's all set up for you to, to, yeah to be the weaker person in that situation. But um, anyway, this is job advice from uh, Kelly (laughs) Bricklick.
0: Ask for more money guys. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You know what else? What what else is really uh, tough in any type of like creative, like, I mean, filming video, creating artwork or whatever. Yes. There's the folks that you don't know that slide into the DMS and they're like, yo, let me do this for me for exposure, but family. When family, that's even, that's when it's a little, that's a whole different conversation. Cause it's like, well, you're my cousin, do it for free.
1: It's that's like, the worst. It's the worst. Uh,
3: I am literally going to make you mad and I'm also going to have to see you. So this is going to be great. Uh, <laughs> you're going to have to
1: wait for years?
3: <laughs> I'm going to make you really upset. But when I see you at Thanksgiving, you better share the food with me. Um, and yeah, that's been kind of awkward for me too, is ha- having relatives you know, that are like, hey, can I get the family discount? I'm like, I don't think the grocery store gives me the family discount when I go buy the food. Uh, I mean, there's a little bit of wiggle room. I think you have to always have, but it's like for the most part, it's for me. It's a lot more
2: challenging when like really close friends and family are like, "Hey, hook up." (laughs) Especially to think like you're doing that takes time from you actually getting like the 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 real stuff done. Yep, to pay the bills and stuff.
1: Also, it means they're not listening. It means they're not aware you know it means i don't know maybe you haven't had the conversations with them or you know what i mean or been transparent but it means that they're not empathetic
3: yeah no. mm-hmm.
1: and family never is and unfortunately i can't get rid of them yay <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah
3: exactly yeah. Hey, exactly
2: <laughs> that's funny yeah
0: but yeah so that's i think a how How do you feel now I you, you kind of mentioned earlier kevin that like you're seeing this. I, I, I personally thought, not to offend you, that you were kind of glass half full, or half empty, at the beginning of this. But then, when you mentioned how you articulated your success, lead, coming from all the negativity, that's a straight up glass half full. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're yeah. right. Like you, you you've built a huge following because of your your previous profession, and yeah. a huge. I know. Lack of respect by them but a huge amount of respect from everybody else. Yeah. Which personally I think is more important than, than them because to them you're mm-hmm. expendable. Yeah, you're naming something you are naming
1: something, yeah, for sure. You're
0: valuable to the mm-hmm. communities, even though at the time of departure you didn't you know, you are kind of hurt and we totally understand, but like just yeah. focused. Yeah, like it's good. <laughs> yeah. to, but it's good to know that, that you, you you see that there is light. So yeah. that, that's very reassuring for you know someone like me who feels yeah. lost.
3: Yeah, no, I have I think you and I are are very, very similar in, you know, kind of being this, this never-ending source of optimism and going all in, right? Like if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. Um, there's no point in in just kind of, yeah, I'll do a little bit of it. Like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the job. I'm going to do it well. And I'm going to do it every time. And I'm going to do it with a smile on my face, um, whether you hate it or not, right? <laughs> and, you know, you're not going to... You're just not going to get very far if you're just always constantly dwelling on the bad and the negative. Like I've never seen myself as uh, a negative person or yeah, glass, glasses half empty. Um, I mean, there's been some tough, tough times and, and, you know, a lot of like really difficult moments and a lot of, I think fear is probably the best word. A lot of just okay. fear. Like, is this going to work or not? You know, is, is this going to pay off or not? Um, because a, lo- a lot, of starting your own business, regardless of what it is, is a, there's a lot of money involved
2: mm-hmm.
3: and that's like your goal. I need to make money. So why am I spending it?
2: Yeah.
3: Um, you know, but business cards don't magically appear, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. promotional sticker, oh, well, uh, you know, registering yourself at a trade show. It's not, they don't just waive the cost. <laughs> it's like, these, there's a lot of investment. Um, my first show ever that I tabled at as an artist, um, I didn't have anything like I had nothing. And so I had to create the prints, my own business cards, uh, signage. Mm-hmm. I went into the show, everything involved, uh, $1,900 in the hole, right? I went into my first show and I made 200. <laughs> so I was like, yes, yes this, <laughs> is what this is it. I'm, i'm an artist um but obviously i'm not gonna have to buy you know scaffolding for my table every time that's a one-time thing and and, but you know there's a lot of fear i think involved and that's not gonna go away and it's not you know it's not unique to you or anyone like yeah it's gonna be scary that's Mm. what it's gonna be uh but you can get through it you can you can Follow your dreams <laughs> um it's it's possible it's possible and and you know I am incredibly lucky uh very very blessed to have people that do enjoy seeing what I do and and seeing what I share and buy stuff from me um, and you know going back to fear, you know obviously when I first dove into this, I was scared that it was like well, nobody's gonna hire me for any of this so uh, and that I got through that. And then obviously, more recently, in the last couple of months, another huge uh, bubble of fear in, well, 99% of my audience are quote-unquote Lego fans. And I just announced I'm not doing Lego anymore. Like, that's a huge, you know, and, um, and, you know, Patreon is another thing I use, and I rely on that. The day I announced it, I lost five patrons. So it's like, well, okay, you know, that's five people that don't want to, you know, and they have every right to. They have every right to say mm-hmm. I support him because I like the lego stuff he drew. Um but it's another thing you just have to get through it. Yeah. Um and it's still something that I I am still actively, you know, uh getting through. I I got a message the other day. I mean basically anytime I post any lego inspired artwork, I always get the "Oh, are you doing this again? It's like, no. <laughs> no. I mean I still share it. I'm still proud of it, and and as we mentioned already, I'm still going through a backlog of stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh, even though I'm not accepting anything new at all, uh but every I time love the captions you put on those, <laughs> I'm not doing this. But look at look at this. Yeah, I have to. I have to because everybody hits disclosure. me. Up. They hit me up, um and yeah, and that's been and also just you know fear of failing. But uh, I mean legitimate legal fear. You know, I mean that that I have had the corporate muscle flex at me lots of times. Um oh, and nice. I have hired a lawyer and I have sat with an attorney and we have gone through all this and that was money I don't get back.
0: I was going to say, are you uh, and you have to pay for that?
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, 30 minutes? All right, three hundred dollars.
0: Yep, like, exactly. Oh, all right. Um oh, that could have been me.
3: And that's, <laughs> that's why I was the and, lawyer. That's, and that that's scary too, right? I'm like, Well, are you gonna sue me out of existence now? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I drew Pikachu. <laughs> didn't have my five
0: dollars in the bank. <laughs> I'll just,
3: I guess I'll just go die. It's like, it's like the, you know, the old man, old man meme. I'm oh like, God, I just woke up.
2: I guess I'll just, I don't, just go, oh my God. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we could dive into this, but I do want to say it. It, it, it. <laughs> it's, it's weird to me because I see other people putting stickers that are like the same, but they don't get shut down. But, oh yeah. You know,
3: and I mean that, and that's from, from my conversations with my attorney. Um, it's very common. It's very, very, very common because every brand is going to leverage the time and the money that they have with their legal team and the PR and the press. Is it worth shutting down Billy ah, versus Tommy? And, and because it's not realistic to just be like, we have an endless sea of lawyers and we will shut everyone down all the time, but they do have to protect their brand and they have to prove that they're actively and consistently protecting it. Mm -hmm. But there's no legal requirement to just, you know, be selective. Like, you know, we don't like that guy today. Um, And I mean, that, that's the reason why you have folks, you know, and, and I'm not trying to throw shade at all, but you've got folks like, that are on the Lego Masters show, they have their stores are filled with copyright infringement. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, a company like Lego will never shut them down because that is huge, positive PR buzz for them. Mm-hmm. These are, these are TV stars, right? They, they went on a show and promoted their brand for an entire mm-hmm. season. They're yeah. not going to stop them. You know, they can, they can slap Benny high five in them on the t-shirt and they can <laughs> sell it. But, you know, there's also people that, have never sold anything, right? Like, oh, I made my first T-shirt, and, and then it's the Octan logo, and they're and they're done because maybe that's the day that that oh. bot found them on the store. Yeah, okay. Um, but um, but there is there's Wait, a real human. So
0: say that one more time. You froze.
3: <laughs> oh, well, that was a really important thing I said.
0: Rewind ten ten seconds. Yeah,
3: I won't say it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but- oh, No,
1: no, no. <laughs> Try. He didn't freeze for me.
0: Yeah. I was- it was just that was e- good too. I think it's no, eBay? but he froze on mine. So to be able to f- oh. when you record it.
1: Oh, right? oh got it. No, whatever.
0: Cut it. cut it out. Cut it out. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. It.
3: Cut it. It was yeah, really. I, what I just my, said, my
0: internet's been bad.
3: What I just said was really juicy. Just in
2: case. Just in case. Um, just, yeah. Just no. <laughs> oh.
3: But yeah. But w- one of the other like theories I've heard a lot um, is like, oh well, you know, it's all just you know, it's bots and they scrape all the and and yes, there are bots <laughs> that scrape these sets but a bot can't report copyright infringement. It just collates these reports and gives it to the paralegals. And then they, like a human being report, has to do thinking. it. Yeah. But, you know, it's not just like one's automatically yeah. getting cease and desist. That's not how it works. But um, there, there's a human being on the other side. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it's all, it's just how it is. <laughs> it's, it just doesn't really change. But that's, for me, another like fearful moment is you know, I am lucky to have a huge network and they've been really supportive.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: it's not like, you know, Kevin only draws Lego people. And and personally, the other thing that kind of stings, I mean, I, I tried for, I mean, for those of you that have listened to the multiple podcasts I have out there about my whole career. You can listen and find it. Um I actively tried to create artwork for the Lego company 3 times and oh, I was never wow. given that job. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's funny because now people like Fox reach out to me and try to hire me to do right Lego inspired artwork. But so I never really like I don't get particularly super inspired drawing minifigures. Like here's another minifigure, here's another minifigure. Um like I I'm more about all this kind of stuff, but this is the stuff you know, because of my audience it doesn't sell well because it's like, you know, we like Lego, we want more Lego. Uh, and it's like, well, so it's another kind of like, it's just a reality. I have to break through it because of legal reasons and stuff. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm caught between a rock and a hard place right now. Cause I have a really awesome supportive audience. Most of them are Lego heads. Mm-hmm. I've got a company that's telling me legally, you can't do this and, and we will shut you down. We've threatened you. I've, I think I've lost count 20 times now. Uh, so, but you know, the, uh, the numbers don't lie, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, um, I, I've got, uh, 65 stickers currently available for sale. I've got four prints and people just want Benny. So it's like, you know, it's, it's also continuing to network, continuing to promote, um, my work and the other stuff I do. Mm -hmm. Um, if you guys didn't know. Uh I am just about at two years of posting every single day on every social media site. Oh my god. I yes. I post a piece of artwork every morning across Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh I post uh usually three videos or two videos and a live stream on my YouTube channel. Oh, every like single the, week
2: for years. I like, I like the new the new thing you do? What what is it? Which yeah, one? It reminds me of the uh I like, guess that Pokemon back in the day. Oh,
3: the chat. Yeah. That, yeah, that was, uh, yeah. And you're a patron. You didn't give me a shape.
2: And <laughs> I didn't give me a no. shape
3: either. I didn't have no. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm always late to the Patreon Do stuff that, I'm, that I follow. I'm like I, always a week behind what's going I, on.
3: I appreciate that you guys give me money to begin with. Um, hey. it's, it's funny. I like uh, Nick from uh, Brickhead family and goes freaking talking. He always says, Kevin, take my money and just don't look at me. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Oh uh, but yeah, I, I, there's a lot of things I try to throw out to to patrons, saying, "Hey, look, would you like to do this? Um, I, would you like to tell me what the next sticker I should make?" And I uh, mean,
2: that's another cool business move, pa- Patreon. Yeah, yeah, but just and, the fact that you interact with them with with us. Yeah, and, like mm-hmm. ask for suggestions and stuff like for your yeah. stickers.
3: I and I use all of it. I use like all the uh, all the input. Sometimes I don't necessarily use it in the way that folks thought I was going to use it, but I try Mm -hmm. to use everything. So, you know, for example, I did, um, I did a thing for stickers, you know, I said, Hey, is there a character you'd like to see made as a sticker? And everybody that wanted to gave me a bunch of suggestions. I only made one sticker, right? Uh, That was a baby Yoda. Baby Yoda was a sticker that got made, but I ended up using all of the rest of the suggestions during October. When I did the inktober challenge, where you draw a new piece of artwork, but I never said, by the way, I'm going to use it later. But I used everything people gave me, I made. Yeah. Um, and so. same thing with like the uh, the, the live stream, the, the doodle stream. I was like, give me an idea and I'll draw it on that. And so I try to incorporate that stuff. And from a lot of my research, apparently a lot of artists – Navigate the the uh, dicey waters of copyright infringement through sites like Patreon, where they're like, okay. "Well, you could support me on Patreon, and I'll put all the fan art you would ever want to see on Patreon." Yeah. But I can't sell it anywhere else. It's because you're not buying the fan art; you're buying, yeah. you know, support for me.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I've seen that before. Yeah. There's there's yeah. things that like I've thought about doing, but you're like, okay, well, it's kind of like borderline. But then yeah. Patreon—that's what it is, and it's it kind of and it should be that way. That's how. Um you know you're not really selling that stuff they're just giving, yeah you know you're just hand you on on paper i mean legally you're handing it out for free
2: right
3: yeah
0: look at
2: this
3: now we, there's a new star i'm out
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry she like woke yeah. up and won't like doesn't want to be by herself so
2: she just kind of came in here special Ezra that's still, fine though <laughs> Ezra's still knocked out special guest luna sorry kevin sorry, yeah. sorry I, kevin. i'm out it's been good <laughs> <laughs> so luna about recalibrating you know
3: yes tell us your thoughts <laughs> on uh the crises plaguing society exactly
1: and <laughs> like, the crisis again here we go give, back
3: give to everybody it. a free toy
1: yeah yes. oh, oh no, no his internet
2: yeah. <laughs> she's, like, she's like shut <laughs> this down
1: this, this, is, is, this is, is this has surprisingly never happened though because the issue is that
3: she just kicked me out. Okay, <laughs> that, was, that was how offended, uh, mm. offensive that look, question was. Look how happy, look how happy, look how happy. She she was, you happy! She was just like, click. <laughs>
0: <She> <laughs>
2: You're off the screen. Ha, 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 ha. But, I mean, I feel like we covered the, to- we the did. topic pretty well. Do you we guys did. have anything else to add?
3: No, nah,
0: that was pretty deep. Mm-hmm. I feel
2: rejuvenated now.
0: Oh
3: rejuvenated. good. <laughs> good. I also have a master class. You can si- No, I don't have a master
1: class. <laughs> <Yeah. Uh-oh. laughs> Sign up for
3: the
2: Patreon's coming the Patreon.
3: Yeah, out.
1: exactly. We should put a yeah. link that for sure down below. Thank you. Um, that'd be that'd be super cool. Yeah. Most
0: no, yeah. left. Yeah, if you if you guys are following um Mr. Mr.
2: Hinkle, Kevin draws. Hinkle or Mr. Hinkle Draws,
0: definitely he's worth the person to
3: support. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate it.
2: The mastermind behind the ninja face.
3: I post every day, <laughs> every, si- every single day.
2: Uh, mastermind somebody, behind my, my
0: logos too.
3: That's yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, let's see. There's only one missing from this equation. <laughs> so we do. I take Boy. commissions. Go um, ahead.
2: Sign up.
3: <laughs> go ahead. Hey, pro- cards.
2: Uh, promote yourself all you want. <laughs> also, the stream. Yeah. Go ahead and. Yeah. Boom. Come yes.
3: <laughs> there you go. go. So yeah, I have a website, kevinahinkle.com, and I am actually, uh, depending on when you guys air this, but I'm launching it it. tomorrow?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Good. At at
3: noon, though, our time. Okay, good. So my website is launching a store tomorrow. Oh, awesome. So I'm finally going to have my own shop, uh, so that'll be really great. Um, I've been relying on eBay and Etsy and all these other, and and they're awesome too, but it's a little too easy for corporations to come in and go nope. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, but it's it's already up. It's technically already live. I just haven't announced it. But uh, but okay. yeah, there is a shop on my site. You can buy stickers, as I mentioned. I've got good. over sixty five stickers, uh, ranging from like spooky stuff, like Halloween kind of stuff, more uh, mature uh, <laughs> eighteen to video game video game pass kind of up. I'd say most of my stickers are video game related yes um but i also do have an etsy store if you want to check that out i've got a lot of original artwork on there um online social media at draws i live stream every friday i am at 85 episodes of my and- weekly draw stream and i take requests live mm-hmm. so sometimes people sometimes sneaky people are like can i commission you to draw like a giraffe and I'm like sorry i have a waiting list like can I ask you to draw a giraffe during your Friday stream? I'm like, <laughs> if you want to, uh, if it's with the theme, if so it's, with the
0: theme. If it's um, with the theme.
3: And I just recently, for the last couple of weeks, I have been putting all of the artwork during that stream. I posted up to Patreon so patrons can download it and they can use it for whatever they want. Uh, so I had someone joke that they're going to start their own Etsy store called Mr. Hankle Drew's. <laughs> <laughs> And they're going to sell my I'm like that's fine you give me money every month so that's what I mean alright right. but I mean, um
2: I, I can't lie I used uh, one of your doodles for my Instagram photo and oh, this Oh I notice oh yeah. <laughs> I know
3: Uh it just is um uh, Miss Neverland is she she's, she's still the other half of Yeah it she's Madrid. still
2: the other half yeah
3: Cuz so that was pretty funny that you have that's both why, the uh
2: yeah.
3: the the the, the,
2: the choker I'm, and I the love that
3: doodle <laughs> Yeah that there's doodle. some There's some really good ones, and these are – I have prints. So at the end of the year, I take everything I drew through the whole year. Uh, And those – there's not a lot of them left, but they're on my site. So if you wanted to buy one of the uh, celebratory um, prints of everything that has been drawn live before your eyes. Isn't that like the whole year right there?
1: Oh, cool. Yeah.
3: So this is 2020. So this is everything through the course of the year that people have asked me to draw.
1: Um, I'm in
3: there somewhere.
1: That's so cool.
3: And I so, blew up some of the ones that I think are you know really neat and wanted to show off. Um, there's the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Hey, O-S-E-A-R. Do you ever think about
0: coming to like California to work for one of the like Disney?
3: No. Or DreamWorks? Nah. Or,
0: I, I, I would love
3: to do concept concept work uh so i studied animation and i decided i don't want to do that uh so so, but i i would love to do concept work for any one of those companies it'd be kind of cool Mm -hmm. i'm still like right now where my mind is is that um i've really liked i mean i'm all in on this And I'm trying to make it work, but I'm also not willing to do it forever. Right. Like, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to be an artist forever, but like, I'm not willing to go to this degree. I'm not willing. Kevin's not willing to like post on every social media site every day for the rest of his life. I'm like, I'm trying to like build up enough momentum that I can be like, Oh, it works. Um, But I'm also willing to accept the fact that if it doesn't, it doesn't. And I'm like, all right, you know, time to start throwing in uh, resumes and applications in the creative fields and stuff. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, back to, Punching the clock, yep. Um, which can be rewarding, but you know, also just gotta so remember we, might, we that. might
0: see you here in California. Then,
3: <laughs> you know, you never know. You, you never know. Um, I'm not opposed to to. Oh, well, I'm. I would
2: be fine with leaving Connecticut. That's fine. Um, <laughs> no, just,
3: you want to leave? In- <laughs> I'm, I'm. I'm good. I'm good. Can't um, you
2: not order pizzas over there or something like that? They just opened a pizza place down the street. Oh, they uh, And How I mean,
3: finally opened a spot. <laughs> it's not any type of chain, but it's uh, it's good. It's actually good. It's and thing. and they offer delivery. And I'm like, yeah, but you, I could walk here. Like, this is <laughs> the- <laughs> you defeated the purpose. Um, but but yeah, it, it's I'm I'm in a very small, very small place. Like when you think of Connecticut, like. <sighs> There's the whole shore and there's like New York. The slice off that and like that's just New York. It's not Connecticut. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm in the farmer area of of Connecticut where they're like uh is that manure I smell?
2: Oh man. Yes.
3: <laughs> oh, must be that type of the season. Uh and I've been stuck numerous times behind uh a farmer bouncing on a tractor with the uh <laughs> and I'm like why are we driving five miles an hour? And, and I and I, you can see like the heads of corn. I'm like, or the ears of corn. I'm like, oh no. Uh, and there's just too many cars to try to pass them all at the same time. Like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, can't go. I can't go around. Can't go around. The other day, I was actually stuck behind. Uh, there's these like tractors that have like the giant wheels. Like mm-mm. they're like 15 feet tall, right? Mm-hmm. I think it like so it goes over the. I don't know. But it looks kind of funny. Like, you look like you could just drive right under, like, an Inspector Gadget mobile or whatever. Like, I could just drive <laughs> yeah. under that. But I was stuck underneath one of those and a regular tractor. <laughs> and the other side had, like, a a FedEx truck. And, like, like there was no way to pass anything. I was just like, I'm just stuck. Yeah. I'm just Boxing. stuck behind everything. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's it's not, you know.
0: I mean, um, that's how we feel every day we drive here. And we have multiple <laughs> lanes. No. Like,
3: See, yeah, we're we're stuff. kindred spirits on the other side of the country.
0: <laughs> Your but stash like, would work well here.
3: <laughs> yeah, are you
0: digging it? I dig it. I love stash. it. I like it. I, like I love it. it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, In the insta post, I was like, yeah. what? By you summer what? you're gonna be this very yoked guy <laughs> <laughs> with the most unique mustache. Or yeah. the ironic mustache as people say it. Somebody and it's gonna like be perfect.
3: Somebody It's was perfect for them, Venice um, Beach.
0: Come to Venice Beach. <laughs> Someone or
3: the like,
1: in San Francisco? Mm-hmm.
3: They're like, Kevin, it's so hipster. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, aren't you from Texas? And I said, I'm from Austin, Texas. There you
1: go. I'm from that's literally
3: a- the only <laughs> hipster town in the entire state. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's like I love looking at like the electoral maps, and it's like Austin's this blue dot in the middle <laughs> of this red state. It's just like that's where I'm from. I'm from that I little city. I want to move to
0: Austin. I've been
3: trying to tell the wife let's move to Austin yeah. for like the longest time. <laughs> it's it's like. It's crazy, a good now. It's expensive to live there now. Yeah, like I, I, my, like family. I mean, for generations, I've had uncles and uh and grandparents have to start moving out to suburbs because they can't afford to live in the place they've lived their entire life. So it's <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of weird. But I mean, it's great. It's a great place.
0: Is um, it
1: more
3: expensive than California?
1: No. not yet no. it I will be.
0: Well, when yeah. when Tesla opens up their factory, their Giga factory there, then it will be.
1: Oh. Maybe, but it's got to be like Tesla and Google and mm-hmm. blah blah. And, blah. you know, it's got to be that. And it's got <clears> to, <throat> you know. Well, Tesla
0: moves in, I'm like sure Tesla, other people
1: will know. too. Yeah. Amazon. A lot of people will.
2: Oh, Amazon, cool. yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. But, I so mean. I, I, oh, wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. We got something no, no, no. I will just, just saying there's a future. We'll figure it out. <laughs> right. There's
3: always a future. You can be sure yeah. of that.
2: There's that glass half full right there. No.
3: <laughs> always, <laughs> always. Well, thanks. Uh, I appreciate you guys in, inviting me on. It's nice to be invited to not just talk about Lego the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, the you should listen
0: Thank to the you. beginnings of this of this podcast when we first came out. We were talking about politics and people hated it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, well, I'm sure it was topical. I'm sure, it was topical. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you
0: gotta stay topical. But it was yeah. relevant at the time because <laughs> it was all the election stuff.
3: Yeah. That's yeah, that's topical. I did a <laughs> I did a a draw stream. It was all politics. I I was like I have to. I can't <laughs> not do it. I can not do it. I, I was so scared. I was so scared. I was like this is <laughs> going to be terrible. Um and uh I had a uh, I had my mom. I usually have somebody on the stream with me just to help moderate things and make sure things aren't too crazy i'm like be extra vigilant today <laughs> I'm like, be on the lookout but um i mean we 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 did a lot of safe things mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i i was like oh statue of liberty mount rushmore a voting booth
0: oh no uh, bull guy that raided the capitol building
3: no we you know what well, we ran out of time <laughs> uh, but uh i i did like the 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 spiciest I got was I did a Biden and Trump like almost like a boxing poster, like they were uh, facing oh, each other. Off. And mm-hmm. now I was already like, okay, let's get let's finish. <laughs> <laughs> like we gotta, <laughs> we gotta we gotta listening <laughs> so, about- <laughs> But it, it felt like it felt like you have you know, you can't ignore a certain things. Like, all right, this is happening. Let's talk. Yeah. Let's let's draw. Uh so but
2: there you go. spicy, but yeah, spicy I definitely feels.
3: appreciate appreciate the invite. Uh thanks mm-hmm. for having me on and allowing me to promote the stuff and chit chat about
2: life. Yes. I appreciate you coming in and uh, chit chatting with us.
1: Thank you. And
2: if anybody, you know, if anybody missed it, Friday mornings, you can catch those doodle streams.
3: Every Friday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern. I know that doesn't work for everybody, but it works for me and I host it. (laughs) That's That's like when we wake up. (laughs) It's a little early. So, that's what I
2: do. I catch yours in the morning. I'm still half asleep so yeah, as I'm like, getting ready, ready for work. Anything or as I'm driving. Gonna I don't. Weird. <laughs> it's Going to come out all. <laughs> is
3: is he okay?
2: <laughs> what is he uh, typing? Man, that guy, just ban him, <laughs> yeah. ban him, ban him. But yeah, that's that's about it. Um, remember next week is going to be on Claire's channel. I got that right in the beginning. Whoop whoop whoop. And other than that, be easy. Cue that music. <laughs> this, this is the way. <laughs>
0: Alright, and cutscene. <laughs> it's over. The there it is. Oh, you're too late,
1: son.
0: Got it. Got it. Got it. And and broadcast, and broadcast. Luna just pulled out all the drawers. I've seen, seen something and like that. All over the floor.